that's the whole point is to make it friction free to become a property owner or a landlord or, or you know, offsite. Even if you leave the place and that's the biggest worry, you kind of relieve that for for the investor really at the end of the day. So it's amazing that you're you're part of this and hopefully you're learning a lot. What's next? What's next for us? What's next for you? Look, I get it. The Toronto real estate market is confusing. Whether you're a new or experienced investor or just looking for a home to raise your family in, join us at Broadview Table Talks as you sit around the table with my friends to talk about the real estate and the ever-changing market in Toronto. Hey guys, welcome to another edition of Broadview Table Talks. Today we got a special guest. It's a special one. Uh, we got Michael Lang, of course, joining me, but we also have Kayla Clark from Thriving Property Management. That's our in-house property management. A lot of our clients are overseas and uh, actually even in town, but they're just too busy to manage their own properties, right? So we have a lot of landlord clients. So today, we just want to talk a little bit about what you're seeing out there and uh, what's happening as well. So what do you do? <laughs> what do you do for landlords? Um, yeah, so we basically handle everything from, you know, finding them new tenants, screening the tenants, um, any maintenance requests, collecting the rent, chasing them for late rent, um, any turnover with the property, any renovations that need to be done, hiring contractors. Um, so there's a lot of moving parts all the time. It never stops, but it keeps it fun. Like every day there's something different to do. So I really love it. We couldn't do any of this without, first of all, without you and without Carl. Carl's amazing, by the way. So watch out, shout out to Carl shout if you're watching. Carl. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> um, but more so the systems that we have, right? The systems that we implemented over the years, the software, the, the checklists, the, um, you know, notion the things we have there right like the, the calendars mm -hmm. all that stuff matters and it keeps us on point because how many properties we got now we're at like 170 right For now context 170 units that's 170 tenants to deal with and 170 landlords yes and if they have couples and it's even more right mm -hmm. spread out across the city right and then there's also trades that always you know sometimes get too busy you know they're not available anymore they got hurt injured one of the roofers got hurt right yeah. so things like that and then we got to deal with um, you know, checking the rent, accounting, counting for rent, making sure it's all paid on time and everyone's happy. Mm -hmm. It's a tough job. There's a lot going on. Meeting new tenants and actually giving them the keys and making sure that everything goes smoothly Exchange. when they move in and then making sure that we get keys back when they move out. Yeah. yeah, a lot on your plate. Okay, so let's talk about two things today. Let's talk about managing tenants and then managing landlords. So what have you been doing? First of all, let's start with the easy one, uh, tenants. So what, what kind of requests do you see all the time? Like what, what's a normal, typical day? In your day um yeah so i always get requests about you know things breaking down like appliances not working or maybe there's a plumbing issue happening in the unit um it's it's different every day honestly but we try to minimize the maintenance requests as much as possible by doing our inspections and checking up on things and um just performing regular maintenance on these units so um that's just something that we're that's part of our system. So you're scheduling with um, with the tenants to come in there every quarter, every half year, year, every periodic uh, time, right? Just periodically, to, yeah. yeah. We're, I don't know, can I say that we're still working on our systems? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, of course. Everything's always constantly evolving. We're still currently adding things. Yeah. And as things come up, you're going to add it to the system, revise it, and then it's going to be started your standard operating procedure, right? It's part of the checklist of everything that you do every day, right? And I the mean, business is scalable, too. Right, that's, that's no different than any other business out there, right? So in order to scale, yeah, exactly what we have to do, just create constantly reinvent systems. So there's no apologies or no, like, I don't know, embarrassment about having to create new systems all the time. That's what we do. That's how we evolve, right? At least we have somebody dead or two people dedicated to this thing full time, which is a beast. 
Yeah, we're constantly having to adapt, especially because we have like all kinds of properties that we manage. It's not just you know condos or houses. It's everything like multiplexes, houses, condos. So no commercial, just all residential though, right? Yeah, all yeah. residential. What's yeah. your favorite so far, out of all the asset types? Um. I think condos are the easiest to manage. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Just because they have their own property management office. Um, so common area of building property management for like on-site. Most of the times they're large buildings, so they have on-site property management. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're there to deal with the large things like out exterior common elements, right? Like roofs and things like that, right? Mm-hmm. Always leaks. It makes it easier on our end for sure. Right. Mm-hmm. But I also enjoy like managing multiplex units as well. I think... Um, that's been very rewarding too. I've been learning a lot just from managing those. And we have the best clients too. They're really nice and patient. So it helps me learn and grow with them. So shout out to the tenants. That's for sure. Um, I guess the other thing is we like, so our value for, for condos or your value, I guess, is to basically make sure the rent's paid. You're communicating with them all the time and fixing things and making sure things don't get unnoticed. Right. Because Mm -hmm. if you're a busy landlord and you're doing, and you're a tenant, you want something fixed, you know, that landlord's not going to get back to you because they're busy and, like, you know, just maybe don't care as much, right? So you're there to push the issue to the landlord so that it's front and center so it gets done, right? Because that's what the definition of a slumlord is, right? <laughs> you know, what, what is it? Have you ever come across any slumlords in our business? I was calling any of our clients or anything. But um, no, not, not, I wouldn't good. say our clients. No. Good. But there's a lot of landlords out there that refuse to fix, fix things because they're just cheap. Maybe, mm-hmm. like, the property we inherited. The landlords before oh yeah 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 yeah. that's that's kind of a messy one um okay well speaking of that how do you manage landlords okay um how do i manage landlords basically i just keep them i just try to over communicate and keep them informed on everything that's going on as much as possible so um just constantly keeping them up to date on what's going on with the unit especially at the time of you know the lease starting and the lease ending um, if they want to handle any renewals, any rent increases, um, dealing with key exchanges, so, and just the transition period in general, from you know having one tenant move out and then possibly having to renovate or do any repairs, um, so yeah, we're con- we're in constant communication with the landlords. Awesome. So for the most part, we're hired by the landlords, not by the tenants. So yeah. our duty is to the to the landlords, but also we have to be fair to the tenants to make sure that the place is maintained and. And they get what they need and have a safe place to live, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes landlords come in and ask for illegal rent increases, though, yes. right? And they don't know the rules about that. That's what I mean by managing landlords. Like, how you, like, what are you doing to teach them the expectations and all that and what the rules are? I try to provide resources as much as possible. It's one thing to just tell them, but if you have proof from, you know, the Landlord and Tenant Board's website and um, things like that, so... Yeah, ultimately, it's their decision at the end of the day, right? But you're just arming them with the facts of what to do. And if they choose to do things that are not so legal, then, you know, you show them the consequences, right? Mm -hmm. So um, thankfully, we've been able to avoid any kind of complaints from tenants going to the landlord and tenant board Mm -hmm. because of your assistance and showing them what the rules are and what you can and can't do. Because a lot of people don't know. We try to guide them in the right direction. Because, you know, there's some times where they're very adamant about doing things that they probably shouldn't. Um, so we just try to guide them the other way. Sure. <laughs> the legal route. The legal route. Because those yeah. rules are put in place for a purpose, for a purpose, for a reason. Yeah. Because, you know, at the end of the day, I think landlords are the one in power, right? Like compared to, they, they generally have a higher net worth than the tenants do. So they are able to absorb those 
increases in costs and things like that. Not saying they should, you know, because the tenants don't want to live in there, but at least they have more resource, I guess you could say, right? So I think that the landlords can easily take advantage of the tenants, where it's harder the other way around, mm-hmm. right? So, uh, so that's why those rules are put in place, I think. For sure. I know it's kind of controversial, but that's that's how I think about it anyway, as a landlord myself, right? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, what about the projects that you're working on? Because that's taking a lot of your time too. Like, what are some of the crazy projects you've had to do with? Oh man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Flood, mold, repairs. You know, Ever, all, all of the above. Yeah. yeah. Get this lock box from. Had Vaughan. a couple of floods to deal with. Um, we've had to deal with a tenant with mental illness. We've had to yeah, deal with causing disturbances to other residents in the building. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had to deal with people's roofs being completely destroyed um, or deteriorated, I should say. Um, just a lot of mold. <laughs> yeah. Um, a lot of plumbing leaks. Um, I would say those are probably the biggest issues that we've had to deal with. And what's your favorite part about the job? Um, that's a hard one. What do you get most rewarded out of? Like, what? Yeah, what do you like? I like the satisfaction that comes at the end when you've resolved everything and, mm. y- you know, the tenant's happy, the landlord's happy, and, you know, you've done your job, contractor's been paid, and you can just kind of clear that and nobody file. thanks you. <laughs> and no one thanks you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thankless job, yeah, yeah. for sure. But it's good that you're learning these skills, right? I don't know. Yeah, I it's, it's only going to help me when I become a homeowner, too. I'm yeah. learning so much already. Um, I've only been in it a year, and I feel like I've, I have so much knowledge already even owning a home that's awesome so. that's awesome that's that was a goal anyway so um i also got a lot of feedback from a lot of our clients as well too mm-hmm. they say you're amazing and yeah. so that, guys yeah <laughs> <laughs> so it's great for for what you're doing um yeah. why would why do clients need you why do clients need property management and which clients don't need property management um i mean i guess it would just depend on you know their day-to-day but I would say, you know, for heavy investors, like um, clients who have a lot of investment properties, I would say um, it would be advantageous for them to have a property manager because it takes so much time. It's really a, a full-time, like, 24-7 job. Um, even outside of office hours, we're still working. Thank you. Um, yeah. You don't have to do that, by the way. Of course. Thank you. <laughs> no, it, it just it needs to be done. And um, I can't see the average person having the time to do that plus, you know, their day-to-day work and possibly if they have kids to deal with as well and a, and a spouse. It's just huh. it's just a lot to deal with. So. Spouse is a lot to deal with, yeah. No, um, <laughs> I, I think it's, you're right. I, I, I think it's it's not that one isolated incident. Like that, like, it's, sorry, if you have one property, it's not going to take a full-time job to do that. Right. For you, over scale over 170 properties, it will be obviously be multiple people's full-time jobs. But the thing is, if that one issue comes up, it takes so much time. Like if imagine whatever happened at that, you know, with the roof leak and all that, right? And the and the flooding on the side of the house. Yeah, they don't schedule what time it's gonna flood. It's just gonna happen. Whenever. Yeah. And you gotta deal with it quickly. Yeah, and you that one actually happened at midnight, I think. Disaster recovery and you gotta deal with mold repairs yeah. and all that kind of ugh, all <laughs> that stuff, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, like okay, so who wouldn't need you, I guess? Um I guess someone who just has the time mm-hmm. <laughs> and the resources to deal with it. Um, maybe somebody who's familiar with construction and, you know, has some contractors in their network and 
um, is just more hands-on with things. But I, I think for the average person, a property manager is pretty, pretty advantageous. Yeah, and our costs aren't that high either, right? So I think it kind of makes sense. Like that's the whole point is to make it friction-free to become a property owner or a landlord or, or, you know, off-site. Even if you leave the place and that's the biggest worry, you kind of relieve that for, for the investor, really, at the end of the day. So it's amazing that you're, you're part of this and hopefully you're learning a lot. What's next? What's next for us? What's next for you? What's Where do you want to take this? Yeah, what are we doing? I want to really grow this division. Um, you know, we are a division of Broadview Avenue Group. Um, separate entity, though, but yeah. Separate entity. But I'd really like to scale, um, get a lot more units under our portfolio, hire some more staff, eventually have our own maintenance division, um, have our social media marketing just as good as Broadview is maybe better. <laughs> we'll see. Um, what did you get me from the camera? <laughs> or we, we can get Carl. We can do something <laughs> virtual. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm just. I'm really excited about software what systems. Software systems. We're switching over um, to new software very soon, so that's very exciting. I feel like that's going to help us a lot um, with our standard operating proce- procedures. So, yeah, I think we're on the right track right now. Cool. So, Michael, why aren't you investing? Oh, in real estate. Well. <laughs> I just had a new baby, so I'm not ready. Yeah, yeah. yeah but when you do, what would you do? Okay, so, okay, I shouldn't say that. So what, what are your clients? Have you told any of your clients about investing into real estate and have, you, have they had any hesitations about, uh, about it? So the clients I work with right now, they're mostly just trying to get their foot in the door in the market. Mm-hmm. So the ones who are buying, they're buying primarily for them to reside in for now. Mm. Um, and uh, we are having that talk with people about you know eventually building that nest egg and taking that equity out and putting it towards investments mm-hmm. um so far the investment clients that i do have in my portfolio they're actually um retired mm-hmm. or semi-retired so they have the time to manage themselves they're also in condos so it's a little bit easier for them to manage they just have to deal with maybe a broken appliance or some painting it hasn't reached the point where they feel it necessary to hire a property manager yet but that's definitely something that should consider eventually when they lack the energy or the time to deal with it themselves. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know if um, when I eventually do actually get my foot in the investment door, I'm not able to deal with that myself, and that's where you know I'm gonna rely on you guys to come in um, because it's I have a full time job to dedicate my attention to, and um, that's where I see the value. It's time. Yeah. It's the freedom of time. Yep. 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 Absolutely. Kayla, what do you think we can improve on? Um, <laughs> I know there's a lot. <laughs> Just name a couple. A couple things. Um, I I want to just standardize our maintenance calendar. Mm. Um, right now, we're very reactionary to what comes in mm. as far as requests go, but I really want to get ahead of it and get on top of it so that you know we have you know inspections scheduled out for the year ahead and. We have um, just ongoing maintenance services happening at all times. Awesome. Maybe that's like not the right thing to say. No, it's perfect. <laughs> it's like I said, it's always an improvement of systems, right? Mm-hmm. So we're just constantly working at it. Yeah. If someone is watching this and wants to get into the industry and wants to join our team, perhaps, what are we looking for next to hire? Um, someone who can definitely take the heat because, like <laughs> we said, this is a thankless job. Yeah. Um. What do you think, you? Oh, 
No, you guys are the best. And you guys are the best skin. team. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because of all your teasing. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> we try to keep it lighthearted. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so yeah, what are you looking for in the next hire? Um, probably someone who can complement my skills. So it's just someone who's more hands-on. Um, someone who can be, is okay with being out there in the field, going to all the different properties and just actually maybe handling a few repairs on their own instead of us having to call, you know, third-party contractors to sure. get things done. Sure. Um, they definitely have to be organized um, and follow their calendar. We all live by our calendar here. And um, just someone with, you know, the willingness to learn and, and just grow the company with us. Cool. So like a maintenance division, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Okay, well, uh, with that, thanks for watching. We got to get Carl into Toronto. That's what we got to do, first of all. We got to get him here. So, um, but anyway, aside, aside from that, thanks for watching. Hopefully, if you have any questions about pro uh, property management, reach out to Kayla. She's happy to answer anything that you uh, have and if there's a need and a fit for our services. Thanks for watching. Add it up.